like anyone who is down with everything that's going down with LTU football to come on out and support this program because right now we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. I'm Lauren Plant. This is the head coach, Jeff Dubendek. And coach, I'll tell you what, right off the bat, if you ask yourself, what's the best college football team in Michigan right now? Who's playing the best football? I think you'd be hard-pressed to say it might not be the Lawrence Tech Blue Devils 2-0 and out of the gate. And not only are you guys undefeated, but you're doing it in impressive fashion and finding ways to grab victory from the jaws of defeat. Yeah, it's been an uh, exciting season so far. Yes, it has. And uh, we're going to talk about it. And that's what we're going to do here every uh, Tuesday night here at Shield Pizza. And uh, we want to invite you to come here. There are great podcast specials that they're putting on just for us hosting this show. So uh, if you're into food, they got great food deals. $5 uh, buffalo barbecue wings, 10 pieces. It's delicious. Uh, $7 small pizza with one topping. Uh, you can get a large pizza. You get uh, $6 off. They've got drink specials. Uh, again, if you are connected to Lawrence Tech in any way, we want you here. You need to support these Blue Devils. Okay, let's get into it. So this past weekend, Lawrence Tech comes off a huge victory at home. They take on Oakland uh, Golden Grizzlies, uh, you know, two weeks ago, and uh, it's the first game in 72 years. They rocked the house. The game suspended after three quarters. It didn't matter. They already had 53 points. So now's the real test, and facing a real program in terms of uh, a team that is competing at the Division Three level yep. uh, in Wisconsin Lutheran. So I want to talk about what the attitude and what happened right off the bat that, that fell short because you guys fell behind fairly early. And, uh, you know, and again, I, I expected that there would be some bumps in the road. Right. Yeah, I think anytime you're on the road, uh, especially with a young team, um, there can be loss of focus uh, through the travel, you know, just being in a different area, being in a different stadium, um, you know, travel distractions, things like that. Yeah. So. I think we got a little bit distracted, got off our focus, and then early on they, you know, they they went down and scored right away. We went down and and uh, went three or gave it up in the end zone with no or in the red zone with no points, right? And kind of downslid from there, you know. And they continued to score, and we continued to come up with zero points. Yeah. Um, but then we were able to regain our focus in the second half. For and, sure and start to put some points on the board, came out with a lot of three and outs and yeah. some turnovers and all that stuff. Well, let me ask you this, because obviously you guys made terrific halftime adjustments and the boys responded to what you were telling them. That's the most important thing. But, you know, sometimes it's like you can almost kick yourself in the fact that if you come off a first week where everything goes right and you dominate as you guys did, um, sometimes you eat a little humble pie when you get into next week because you might just come out thinking you're a little better than maybe you are. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, that's always a fear of a coach. Um, and obviously, you know, that was our full team's first game in college. So, uh, you know, they came off that. And like you said, we, we all felt pretty good about ourselves. And, <laughs> exactly. Um, we had, There's nothing had wrong a, with that. Yeah. You want to be happy. Right. We're, you we want to be confident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we came, you know, we hadn't had an offensive drive without points. Uh, other than, you know, the Hail Mary before half and then yeah. when they called the game because of lightning. Right. Um, and our defense, after those first two drives at Oakland, played lights out. Um, 
and you're right, we felt pretty good about ourselves, and I think uh, that humble pie tasted not so well. So Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Well, tell me, because we're going to talk about what happened in the second half, which was really amazing if you look at this young team and the fact uh, that all of a sudden it was like a light switch went uh-huh. off. But... Uh, especially on fourth down, you know, which which I think was really super impressive. Uh, what did you tell them, and what did you feel going into the second half was going to happen? Uh, you know, we just talked about refocusing and being a zero-zero ball game, and uh, we felt like we could. It was stop. not a zero-zero ball game, right? But that's the <laughs> way from we, it. our mindset it was is 20 always. Twenty to nothing, right at that point. Twenty to three. Throw, yeah. Twenty to three. That's right. Yeah. Get a field goal. So we always uh, want that mindset going into the second half that is zero-zero. Whether we're up thirty to nothing, down thirty to nothing, you know, it's a new ball game, and we're going to start fresh. And you know, I think the more impressive part for our guys was we started fresh, but we came up with zero points on that first drive. Right. They went down and scored again. And we still responded in a positive manner. So um, impressed with our guys' emotional resiliency and bounce back. And, uh, you know, like you said, they bought into what we were selling and, and ran with it. Well, I'll tell you, if it's a good sign that um, the guys, I think once the, the ball gets rolling, mm-hmm. per se, that all of a sudden everybody's on board and it's like all of a sudden a train rolling down the track that you can't stop, uh, we'll see if that's a, a great sign of things to come. Uh, and boy, I'll tell you what, if you watched that Monday night football game last night, well, you know uh, that uh, what happened in the LTU game is exactly the opposite of what happened for our beloved Lions, who uh, really just lost it in the third quarter. You guys turned it around. So you're trailing 22 to 3 in the third quarter, roared back 27 unanswered points uh, to win 30 to 22. Um, your run game. Talk about, and we're going to bring uh, one of our uh, player uh, game MVPs, Tanner Foley's here. We're going to bring him out in just a minute and talk to him. But talk about the run game and how important it was to get that going for everything else to work. Yeah, well, we really wanted it going week one. Um, they loaded the box against us, brought a lot of blitzes, kind of junked it up, and uh, you know, our pass game was working really well. Um, so we kind of rolled with that. And then... This week, we you know we were having problems getting in rhythm on either part of the offense, uh, pass game or run game. And so once we got the run game going, it kind of threw them off tilt. Uh, it also wore them out. You could see in the second half the length of play starting to take a toll on their team, and um, and then it opened up everything else. So. If you uh, are curious and you want to check out the highlights of what took place uh, at LTU, and it was really interesting, I was at uh, the Canton-Plymouth High School football game on Friday night, and there were actually three people that I ran into who said they were going to Wisconsin to see your game. These were media people, and uh, so that was exciting, and there's a lot of buzz that's going on right now about uh, Lawrence Tech, and obviously when you guys pull off uh, a win like you just did, and uh, you know, we're, we're, we're a football great area. And the fact that, you know, anybody's doing anything on the positive side is a good thing. Um, Another thing that I think is, um, I would say, ahead of schedule, but you tell me, is uh, the way that Tyler Kolka is playing uh, under center. It seems like when you have, uh, especially to spawn two touchdowns on fourth down, it, it seems like he is really, I mean, if, if you watched uh, Sam Darnell last night for the Jets, you know, a guy who's just, you know, barely uh, 21, right. um, unfazed, it seems like he has that kind of poise that no matter what the situation is, 
let's get to the next play and get it done. Yeah, he's a confident, fearless kid. You know, like you said, uh, took two shots on fourth down, um, but he has faith in his receivers and uh, and faith in himself. So, you know, he made some big plays on fourth down and uh, and the receivers went up and made those plays for him as well. Um, so that's it's good to see in a quarterback, you know, you want that guy to be your fearless, confident leader um, because t- the team tends to look to that guy. We've got a great team here that uh, puts together a television program we call the LTU Sports Support. Features football as well as a lot of other athletics that are going on at Lawrence Tech. So I would implore you to want to check out what's going on at Lawrence Tech. It's an amazing university. It has been academically forever. Now it is really establishing an identity on the athletic side of things. Uh, you can even recruit yourself if you're an athlete that feels you want to play college sports at the next level. The coaches are always uh, want to engage with the community. So if you want to check out those specific highlights of this particular game. So lots of ways you can do it. You can watch the LTU Sports Report. It airs on Fox Sports Detroit. Uh, premieres Mondays at 4.30. will air several times throughout the week. But also, you can just go to YouTube. You can search LTU Sports Report, LTU Football. You'll see the nice highlight package and really see what these guys were able to do in the second half. And uh, it really was impressive. Some, some news and notes regarding this particular game against Wisconsin Lutheran. Uh, again, we talked a little bit about the defense. Uh, Robbie Best, who was the defensive MVP, uh, just swarming everywhere, uh, really, really making big plays, leading the team in tackles. LTU would rank second in the NAIA for yards allowed with uh, just 175 and a half a game if the stats counted towards the national rankings. That's something to get fired up about uh, right off the bat. You win championships with defense, so, you know, we... Our plan building this team was we're going to invest in the offensive defensive lines and and try to make our defense lock down. So if we is, can, it, is that really such like, you know, when you talk about trying to uh, build and create an identity and yeah. something that uh, people look to you and say, okay, LTU is known for this. Mm-hmm. Is the trenches where you want to do it? Yeah, that's I think where you can create the most consistency. Um, you know, it's, it's great to have nice skill players that can make plays and things like that, but. Uh, if you can win on the defensive line and the offensive line, you can win on a more consistent basis as a full team. Absolutely. I mean, if the uh, defensive line is pressuring the quarterback where your safety's all of a sudden, job's got a whole lot easier. Right. And if you're a guy opening gaping holes, but if you're a running back, just run through it, young man. Yeah. Just run through it and go north and south. Exactly. And we'll get you there. Uh, balanced play calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blue Devils uh, have been equal in terms of uh, 59 passes through two games, rushing the ball 62 times. Uh, Lawrence Tech holds a 56-43 to 45-44 advantage over opponents in time of possession. Um, how important is that when you're uh, constructing uh, your your offense, and how much do you stress uh, the fact that we need to hold on to the ball and have the, we? At the end of the day, we will win if we own the time of possession. Yeah, um, it's important to us. You know, some teams don't look at it that way. Chip Kelly's a guy that doesn't believe in time possession. Um, to me, I do. I think that's what we're built around, trying to win the trenches. Um, <clears throat> and then just having that ability to, you know, we talk about it with our team. We're the best conditioned team in the country, right? We put in extra. Uh, we run grids after our games um, to, to get more conditioning in. And, you know, so we want to impose our will on the defense. We want to impose our will on the offense. Um, and I think you do that through consistently running the ball and consistently stopping the run. Yeah. We talked about uh, Tyler Coco, the uh, quarterback, seven TD tosses, uh, would rank tied for fifth in the NA right, right now. Uh, 
did you expect this to be more of an air assault uh, when you were kind of creating this thing? Or, or, or did you say, you know, we're going to establish the run, and I think that's where we are going to have the most success early because you've got so many young players? Mm-hmm. Um, or is that what you like to do? I mean... Uh, we like to mix it up, you know, and like I... And you I'm, are balanced. Yeah, and like I mentioned in the Oakland game, you know, they were playing us man coverage Got and it. they were loading the box. And if that's what you're going to force us to do, we're going to throw the ball. If you're going to back off and play a two-high shell, you know, we'll run the ball. Um, I think we've got weapons in all the areas that are needed. So, you know, you pick your poison. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that really has been uh, amazing is the fourth down success. Uh, LTU five of seven, that's 71% going for it on fourth down. Uh, and of the five successful attempts, four have gone for touchdowns. Now, we don't expect that uh, to be the norm, although it sure does make it exciting. Oh yeah, it makes it a lot easier as a play caller and as a head coach, right. if you know. Do you guys something. feel super confident now when it's on fourth down? I mean, you've had like so much success at the game. Like, I feel like we're gonna get this. Yeah, you know, and it's, it wasn't an intention to constantly go for it on fourth down. I yeah. think seven is a lot in, yeah. in two games, let yeah. alone a season. Um, so it's where you were on the field. <clears throat> right, yeah. We, we were kind of stuck in that in-between area where a punt's really not gaining that much yardage. And, you know, we felt our matchups were good where we could get some points and, you know, throw it up and take a shot, right? Yeah. Well, every week we're going to identify who we consider the players of the week. On defense, uh, we talked a little bit about Robbie Best. He had six tackles, two sacks, one pass breakup. He's the defensive MVP. On the offensive side, it was Tanner Foley, 25 carries for 148 yards. On special teams, uh, Kamon Higdon, three punt returns, average 21 punt, uh, per return. And if you know that name, Higdon, you know that there's another Higdon in town that's wearing amazing blue that's uh, also running it up so it's great to have Kayvon here uh defensive scout uh Farid Day. I got it and we're going to talk to him in a little bit and the offensive scout uh he was the defensive scout MVP of the week and I love that you do that and the, the offensive scout MVP was uh Keyshawn Moore because you know again these guys get no credit, yet these are the guys on the opposite side that you're saying, hey, we need you to, to uh, present a look mm-hmm. that we're going to face against this particular team. So if you can mimic that, we're now also going to unleash the hounds on you also, so you've got to be tough. Exactly. We emphasize to our team, to our starters, to our backups all the time how important that scout team look is. And, you know, if you're going slow all week and you're seeing that, then it takes forever to catch back up on game day because you feel like, this is, I should be getting there, and I'm two steps behind. Um, but when your scout team's giving you a better look, um, then you're ready for game day, and game day's easier. All right, well, like I said, we got a couple of guys that are here from the uh, Lawrence Tech Blue Devil football program that uh, are going to join us each and every week. So right now we want to bring up our offensive MVP. His name is Tanner Foley. Put your hands together for Tanner Foley. All right. This guy's all business, ladies and gentlemen. So... Not going to get a whole lot of emotion out of this guy. So, no. <clears throat> Tanner, congratulations again. Um, you know, I love your tenacity and uh, the way you're running the ball uh, right now. We're actually going to take a look at a clip here in just a second. Um, but uh, 25 carries, 148 yards. Before we look at uh, the play we want to review, uh, just kind of talk about uh, the second half. Obviously, stymied a little bit in the first half. Talk about what you were able to see as a guy who was getting ready to hit the hole that you were able to have the success you did. Um, well, the difference from the first half to the second half was our O-line. They got the 
in the first half they would get the first initial block, but yeah. they wouldn't be able to get off to the second right away. Right. In that second half, they made the adjustments, and they were able to uh, they would get a good block and they'd be able to rub off on that linebacker. And once they got off to that linebacker, it was just off to the races after that. Yeah. Did you see that, you know, and again, this is always figuring out, it's like, you know, how, how the, uh, the linebackers are, are going to attack the run, you know, was it something that just, and this I know just happens as way as well, all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're just making all the right guesses, you know what I mean, as far as when to explode, when to make a cut, when to, you know, try and hopefully make somebody miss. Right. Uh, we talked about that in, uh, uh, they're in scout and stuff, they're in film, we right. know that they overplayed it pretty heavily, so we had to look for those cutback lanes. And then, I mean, they would do that, so you'd be able to see it. Right. So, uh, you rushed for 116 of your 148 yards in the final two quarters. So, obviously, you know, again, for being so early in the season, Coach, before we check out this play, uh, you know, the fact that, I mean, how proud are you of the fact that the shape these guys are in? Because you mentioned in our LTU Sports Report how it looked like Wisconsin Luther was getting a little gassed, mm -hmm. and you guys seem to be getting stronger. And there can't be anything more proud, and I'm sure these guys finally feel like, wow, all this hard work is paying off because in the third and fourth quarter, we're playing at our best while other teams are starting to fall down. Exactly. When we got to the team meeting on Sunday, I asked them who saw the championship body language from us and, you know, the tiredness from the other team. Right. Everyone raised their hand up like, you know, I could see it. So it's nice as a coach to know that these guys are seeing the benefits of the hard work they put in. They're like, you know, they're, they're starting to believe in the fact that this is why we do the running and this is why we condition hard. Yeah, I mean, he's been kicking your butt for, you know, a long time now, yeah. right? And now you're finally getting a chance to go out there and be like, oh, okay, I get it. This is why. Uh, do you feel that way as a team? Can you, do you get the, did you guys have a sense in the thing like, all right, guys, time to put the foot on the neck. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, we um, you can kind of see it once after the like, first or second drive, they're starting to get a little tired, and you're like, all right, we just start feeding off of it, and then after we scored that first touchdown, they just kept getting lower and lower, and just kept putting the throw or the foot on the throat. And there's nothing more deflating than fourth down touchdowns. Yeah. That's really going to drive a, a, a coaching staff and kids crazy knowing that uh, they gave that up. So let's go ahead and roll the tape now uh, and uh, talk about uh, this play here. So this was, an, this was, a, it was a 14 large, got you down to the three. You had five plays in the second half uh, that you went for uh, 10 or more yards. Again, how did you feel the offensive line um, was playing in the second half as opposed to the offensive? Because, again, they're still trying to build their chemistry. All you guys are. Right. It, was, it was great. I mean, they were blocking great, having good, good easy reads for me. It's just I couldn't complain. First half, I mean, they were there, just they were missing just like one or two little more blocks that they needed. And the second half, they cleaned it up, and you could see it in the film. All right. Well, you are two games into your college football career now. Uh, how do you feel? How does the body feel now? Uh, you're good. I feel good, yeah. All right. Great. So, so this guy prepared you guys yeah. well. Yeah, All right. Well, you see that, America? That's... Uh, this guy's getting him ready to play, and uh, we're getting ready to do crazy things. Just wait till the real football starts next season, right? Not that this isn't real football. You know what I'm saying? The reboot. So, Tanner Foley, thank you so much for joining us. We thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we got another player here we want to bring up for Reed Shalouaday up to the uh, table. He is our defensive scout MVP. He takes part in special teams. Let me ask you, uh, Fareed. Um, 
How did you discover uh, Lawrence Tech? Where, where did you Where did you grow up, and how did How did you get on this guy's radar? Well, I'm from Houston, Texas, and uh, from where? Houston, Texas. Houston, okay. Houston, Texas. Yeah, and uh, Coach Davis, he recruited me off of uh, Twitter, and then. Uh, you know, I, he was telling me about the program and basically, you know, all the good stuff about Lawrence Tech, the education. So that's basically how I, you know, committed here. This is where we're at. You get recruited on Twitter. Right? <laughs> I mean, you've got to take advantage of all the uh, social media models that are out there. Um, when did you? When did you decide that this was the right fit for you? How, how did that happen? Did you come here? And, yeah, you know? I, t I actually took a visit and. Um, I just fell in love with the place, basically. So, you know, they took me through, you know, all the stuff. You know, I had dinner with my dad and uh, Coach Davis, and it just felt like home. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're a long way from home. Yeah. Uh, so, and uh, I have to remind you that, you know, in about uh, about six weeks from now, it's gonna get real cold. So, uh, I think you're all right. I think you guys will be okay. Mm -hmm. um, what has this experience been like so far as a player uh, getting an opportunity to be a part of something that really truly is historic? I mean, someday, you know, we're going to look back 20 years from now and there's going to be this, this uh, resume, this schedule, this uh, legacy already of LTU football, but you are there as a pioneer right at the beginning. Yeah, it actually feels really good like to be a part of something, like something new, so, you know. <laughs> Hopefully tell my kids one day, you know, that I started something, you know, right. just to say that. Right. Know. And won a national championship. Yeah. That'd be something else you can tell your kid about. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be perfect. You know, Coach, talk about, too, how the guys buy into each other because you are in a unique situation where you don't have senior leadership that can say, hey, guys, we've done this this way for this many years. You've got to come in and buy into this thing. Mm -hmm. You guys are all kind of making this up as you go along, so mm -hmm. you all have to kind of be leaders within yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have your moments where, you know, you are not your best. Mm -hmm. Let's just put it that way from an attitude perspective, mm -hmm. you know. So how, how have they handled that? Uh, the kids have done a great job with it. You know, we had our, our 45 original that came in last year and worked out together, and we laid our foundation with them, really ingrained in them the culture that we wanted. I think the positive to that, to have it brand new, is you don't have, it's not like taking over a program where 20 of them are still trying to hang on to the previous coaching staff and their culture and things like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're all new and they they wanted this culture. They wanted the opportunity to start something. They wanted the opportunity to be leaders from day one and not have to um, wait their turn, right? So, um, and then those 45 did a great job with, with Fareed and his class yeah. um, of, inviting them in and starting to teach them the culture and take that leadership uh, coaching role. Yeah. Uh, how are you digging school, man? How are you digging, like, Metro Detroit? <laughs> Have you had a chance to go see downtown? Or yeah, well, actually, as a team, we went downtown, and uh, I actually like the atmosphere. Oh, that's right. You guys went down there and yeah. did some, like, some, Campus some marches. team, team yeah. bonding team stuff. Bonding, yeah, 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 yeah. Some dancing. Did you get yeah. in there? Yeah, I did a little bit of the Zumba fitness. Yeah. All right. What well, you said it reminded you of Houston, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, I mean, what do you think of, like, you know, the area? The city, you know, you're digging it? Yeah. You like the like, school? Yeah, I like the school, yeah. actually. The what is it that you, you want to study? Uh, accounting. Accounting? accounting yes. All right, cool, man. So, uh, all right. Well, again, uh, congratulations on, on the start that you guys have had. Mm -hmm. Uh, each one of you guys are so important to the uh, to the growth of this program and, and really establishing an identity. And you know, it's really and one of the things that I, I think you're going to lean on these guys heavy is 
talking to the kids about coming to be a part of this. You talk about social media mm-hmm. and Twitter, and you know how you, you guys have your, you know, you know your direct message forums and things of that nature, where you guys got to talk to us. You got to say, hey man, you know this is this is something we're building that is really unique and unlike a lot of other opportunities that you may have. Um, so how much are you leaning on these guys to to seal the deal, as it were, and bring in the guys you want to bring in? Oh yeah, we. We talk to them all the time that our players are our best recruiters um, because when guys come on campus like Fareed did, I think part of the thing that he saw, not just the classrooms and the labs and things like that, he saw our camaraderie as a team and our unity as a team and our family atmosphere as a team. And, you know, they feel invited in. And uh, and also our kids also, I talk to them about they have to be able to filter, right? We have to find the guys that fit what we want. Um, so they have to be team guys. We don't want selfish guys. Um, we want guys that are self-starters. They're going to work hard yeah, and all that stuff. So um, they kind of evaluate, help us evaluate those type of things. All right. Free, man. Thanks. Right, Thanks man. for joining us. Oh, yeah, go ahead. And, and also, uh, it's my mom's birthday today. A little shout out? <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, mom. I love you. All right. Is she watching this? <laughs> I think so. All right. What's right. your name? Uh, Bola. Okay. <laughs> happy birthday. And uh, we are proud to share it with you. Uh, I promise he's taking care of this guy. You know. And uh, hey, Tanner, you're next. What are you studying, man? Just yell it out. Biomedical engineering. So, uh, yeah, let's make sure he doesn't get hit in the head too often. Right so uh, he can uh, save the world later on. Yeah, we got All some right. smart ones. We got the, We do. We got some. We got some good students and guys who are going to uh, be the leaders of tomorrow. All right. We do have a few clips that we do want to run. This is kind of just some. We'll just kind of go rapid pace here. We'll start with clip number one, and this was uh, a fourth down touchdown. We've been talking about in the broadcast. You can go ahead and roll it. This was fourth and four, trailing 22 to three in the third. This is really what turned around. Uh, I think. I think the feeling because that's just a great. That's just a great pitching catch. Yeah, uh, like I talked about, Coke was fearless. He stood in there. He knew we were getting blitzed. He yeah. saw the man-to-man he coverage. Took a shot. And he took a shot uh, right, right in his ribs as he released it. Like Stafford and, uh, last night. <laughs> except he completed it to the same team. Oh, right, exactly. Right. He um, the interception. <laughs> Touche. Touche. But, uh, you know, he got it up there and uh, put it out there for Spawn to make the catch. And, um, Spawn executed. Spawn actually had a really nice move at the beginning oh, of yeah. that to, yeah. to get open. And uh, so, yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, the chemistry that I think are working with those guys right now is that he can spot it immediately that they, that move has been made. Yep. And he already knows he's going to, you just got to throw it open. Just, right. just basically throw it that he can go get it. Exactly. And, and that's, again, that's something that only happens through time after time in practice, time after time. All right, we're going to show you a little bit about Robbie Best. Uh, he led the game with a game high, three tackles for loss. Uh, this one was real special. And we talked about locking on, talking about the radar, this right here. Quarterback didn't have a chance. So, yeah, Robbie's a, a physical kid, plays with a lot of passion, as you can see there at the end there. Um, he just has a nose for the football. Uh, like you said, he had three tackles for loss, uh, pass breakup. Um, and I, I think he was tied for our yeah. tackle lead in the six, first game as well. Six tackles yeah. and, uh, yeah, pass breakup, two yep. sacks. That was just yep. one of two. Uh, and then lastly, we talked a little bit about special teams. Uh, Kevon Higdon, uh, he is somebody that uh, you guys are really relying on, how important it is to get that field position. Uh, you know, he is explosive, averaging 22.5 yards uh, per punt return this season. That would rank third in the NAI, so you can roll that one. 
This one, uh, he's going to end up taking uh, 32 yards, uh, about 31 yards deep into their territory. But again, you can't coach this. I thought I was coaching his speed. Oh, yeah. But, uh, um, but no, he's been an explosive player since he came in. That's one of the main reasons we recruited him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he can be a game changer. He's going get, to get loose on a couple of those, and he'll get some to the end zone at some point this season. Uh, but averaging 22 yards of return is, is really changing the field for us because if we're instead of getting it on the 20, we're getting it on the 42. And that, I think, increases your scoring by almost 22%, 23%. So. All right. We're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we're going to talk about the game this weekend, the University of Pittsburgh's club team coming to town. We'll talk about that in just a minute, so stay right there. Southfield truly is the ideal place to live, work, and play. Well, it's a very uh, exciting time in the city of Southfield. Great neighborhoods, great city services, and Fortune 500 companies. Southfield has something for everyone. Recognized as Michigan's premier business address, home to world-class educational institutions, voted one of the nation's most livable metro area suburbs. Southfield is the center of it all. I want to blend my business education and athletic skills and open my own fitness center. At Lawrence Tech, I'm learning how to research, present, and to really think like an entrepreneur. And I love the small college feel here, where there's always something to do. We have men's and women's intercollegiate sports and dozens of student organizations. I can't wait to apply what I'm learning here in the real world. Lawrence Tech, possible is everything. You've worked hard to raise your family and build a happy life for them. Don't let unforeseen circumstances jeopardize everything you've built. Planning for your future is a law firm that makes it easy and affordable to protect your family with estate planning, wills, trusts, deeds, power of attorney, minor, and elder care. The experts at Planning for Your Future will meet with you, prepare your documents, and make sure you understand what each does. So contact Planning for Your Future today to set up your free phone consultation. Because your future begins now. Since the dawn of man, storytelling has been the most effective and engaging means of communication. Whether gathered around the warm glow of a fireplace or the family television set, a compelling story has always moved people to action. At Yellow Flag Productions, the Emmy-winning storytellers behind our television programs are now helping clients create content that emphasizes their people and passions. Let us tell your story and share it with the world.
from Shields Pizzeria in Southfield, Michigan on Telegraph Road. We're here every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock, and this is the LTU Football Coaches Show, the LTU Football Podcast. Jeff Dumanek, uh, kind enough to join us. They have practice, actually, every Tuesday night, so if you ever wanted to just kind of stop on by uh, Tenor Northwestern, you can check out what's going on with the boys. Uh, but uh, we, there's food specials, drink specials. We really want to kind of build an atmosphere here around this thing as uh, we are in what's called officially the reboot. Uh, the first football season in 72 years at Lawrence Technological University, and they are 2-0 and out of the gate. So uh, as we kind of get to uh, what's going to be happening this weekend, uh, it's another one of these games that you really can't do a whole lot of preparation for. Uh, the University of Pittsburgh club team is coming to town. They, this is their first game of the year. Correct. So you don't have any film on them. I don't know if you have some... Uh, some guy that you, that you hired <laughs> off the freeway or something to kind of head over and grab his phone and maybe take some practice. I called Narduzzi uh, to see if he had time, but yeah. he said he was busy with uh, got it. The yeah. actual team. Uh, so. They, uh, according to what we saw here, two and five a year ago, they had a real small team right. last year. I would imagine it's bigger now. Um, but anytime uh, you have an opponent that you have no idea about, how do you go about preparing? You know, preparing for that. Uh, well, it really gets us back to what we talk about with our guys with, right? The me versus me mindset, growth mindset, where we're just trying to compete with ourselves and get 3% better every day. And so we just have to focus on what we're doing. Um, we try to get looks at different defenses and different offenses throughout the week. So, you know, we'll kind of in unison with this prepare for future teams as right. well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're getting work on both, but not knowing what we're going to see, you know, we got to get those different looks just in case yeah. we see those on I mean, Saturday. in the end, you know, it's not what they do, it's what we do. Exactly. That's going to dictate uh, how it's going to play out. Uh, obviously, we are hoping that we can have another huge house at uh, at the field there, what's called the Point at 10 Mile and Northwestern Highway. Uh, we'd love, we had a 3,800 people for the first game. We're hoping we can get uh, a great number of individuals come out there and support the Blue Devils. That's always, we want to kind of start to create that home field advantage. Uh, uh, and, you know, they're going to be coming into hostile territory. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, again, they're not going to have the experience. Uh, so what do you game plan in terms of, without giving away game plan, what do you do uh, when you know that you're facing a team that hasn't seen anybody yet this season? Um, again, we just get back to the basics. So okay. we want to do what we do because if we get too exotic with things when we don't know what they're going to do, it can create some wrinkles that we're not expecting. So yeah. we want to be – uh, back to our bread and butter stuff, and and try to execute that the best. Going to script it out a, a good am amount of it. Uh, it's up to our coordinators. I'll okay. let them decide whether they want to do that. I was going to ask you actually, how much freedom do you give those guys? Um, because last week, uh, apparently, they saw what wasn't working, mm -hmm. and made the adjustments, and got the guys to buy into to hey work. Um, I mean, I, I would say. I would love to play for a head or a coach within a, a head coach that gives me the freedom to kind of figure things out. Yep. Yeah, we uh, as a coaching staff, you know, we give our suggestions and uh, we collaborate to try to make our adjustments. Um, but ultimately, it's you know, it's on the coordinators to to make those calls and yeah. what they want to do and than the players to execute it. Yeah, so I guess, uh, you know, for those who want to get into the mind of the head coach, so when you are on the sidelines and you are, again, uh, 
in the middle of the game, what is it that, that you are keying on so that, you know, I'm just curious, you know, since letting these guys call the plays, because right. a lot of coaches call the plays, mm-hmm. so they're so wrapped up in the minutia of what's going on right. for the next play, they don't have the time to evaluate. Are you mm-hmm. able to, uh, you know, tell me? That's been uh, huge for me this year. So my first six years as a head coach, I was also the offensive coordinator um, and the offensive line coach. So it took a lot of time. And there were times where I didn't even see our defensive series because I'm over on the bench cor- right. making corrections with our offensive line. Right. And then, you know, we need a timeout or yeah. we're trying to debate whether to take a penalty or not. I'm not even there as the right. head coach. So, right. um, so having Keith and Dan calling the plays allows me to step back and take in the other things. You know, the, the body language of their team, the body language of our team, um, how we're communicating, uh, you know, just see how people are attacking people. So, you know, I'm an offensive mindset from my background. So, you know, when I'm watching our defense, I'm seeing how they're trying to attack us and what advantages they may have, what adjustments we can make to to counter those. And then offensively, you know, just kind of going back to my background as well, trying to get that stuff in there. That's right. You can see the energy is building back here. You know, <laughs> it's just it's it's growing here. There's a buzz. I believe that Southfield A&T staff. Oh yeah. Well, so. there you go. Well, you know, they're all about uh, Blue Devil football because uh, they're about Southfield, and we're about you know uh, really uh, embracing that label. You know, Southfield's college football team, Oakland County's NAI team, uh, NAIA's team, uh, and uh, again, we want you to check it out. The game uh, this Saturday is at noon. Yes. Noon kickoff. And it will be at the field there uh, at 10 Mile and Northwestern. We invite you to come out. Come out early. Great uh, food. Great atmosphere. Everybody's really excited. There's a great marching band now uh, at Lawrence Tech. So it feels as if you want to call it a big little school that it can right now. And, and, And just as we kind of wrap it up how the administration, how the school, how everybody has kind of wrapped themselves into really trying to build the kind of school pride that uh, uh, creates an atmosphere that is is like so many others on Saturdays. Yeah, as I came here on my interview, I saw that with our other sports and how they were building it and, and creating their, uh, their face and, and trying to, uh, you know, create our brand, right? Yeah, and, uh, brand. And then... You know, adding football adds to that. Adding the marching band adds to that. You know, like you said, it creates a, a big university atmosphere at a smaller school. Okay. All right. Well, we want you to come and check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, it's not just uh, this weekend. We've got more homecomings coming up in a little bit as well. Uh, so a lot of exciting football to check out at Southfield's Lawrence Technological University. So make sure you make a date to come check out the Blue Devils. Check out the Lawrence, the LTU Sports Support, which is Lawrence Tech's uh, all-athletic sports show. You can check it Mondays at 4.30 p.m. on Fox Sports Detroit. also airs several times throughout the week. Of course, you can go to Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram. All of that is just loaded with great LTU athletics content. And uh, again, a lot of people here uh, who love Everything is happening at Lawrence Tech. We're really trying to build something that's great. Uh, So it's really fun to be on the ground floor of this. We want you to come along for the ride. Again, if you are a football recruit out there who has any interest in playing football at the next level, I encourage you go to the website, ltuathletics.com. Click on the football page. There's a little recruitment button on there. You can fill out the questionnaire. You can 
uh, get in touch with this staff. And uh, no matter where you are in the country, uh, they've got players here right now from all over the country. And we really want to build something special, big, and we want to take over the NAIA. So that's the plan. That's what we're going to do. And believe me, if I know some of the people who are committed to making this happen, it's going to happen. So you got to believe it, you got to vision it, and we're going to do it. So once again, thank you so much. Join us out here every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock here at Shields Pizza. We want to hear from you. We've got stuff to give away, um, and let's just make it as great an atmosphere as we can. So that is it. Jeff, thank you. Thank you, Lauren. All right, appreciate it very much, and go blue, devil.